Well, good morning, everybody. We're gonna sit, I'm going to just sit down like I'm in your living room with you this morning. And I'm going to talk to you a little bit about some things that have been on my heart lately. And I'm really excited to share these things. Uh, before I get into it, though, I, got, I just got to say I am so excited for July 11th. That is going to be such a fun day. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you all come. Those of you that are normally just watching online, if you're within range, come on out and check it out. And uh, if you're uncomfortable being around a lot of people, bring a mask, whatever you got to do. Uh, you know, an aqualung, whatever you got to do, we're going to be here with some people on that day, and we're going to celebrate what God is doing uh, in our church and in our lives and seeing faces we haven't seen for a long time. So we'd love to have you be there and be a part. And, it, it, hey, those of you, we're going to start our, our kids' services on the 9 o'clock service as well. And so uh, this is going to be the first time since COVID started that we've had uh, two services with kids. So the kids are back. And uh, I'm excited. You got to see the kids' room now, man. Braden's got it decked out with lights like th that would blow you away. You got to check it out. So uh, open up your Bibles, if you would. Uh, and we're going to talk a little bit about freedom from to freedom to. Or freedom from becomes freedom to. Let's pray. Father, thank you for leading us and guiding us and directing us in our lives, in our families, in our careers, in our relationships, and what goes on on the inside of us. Thank you for the freedom that we have in it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. John 8, John chapter 8, verse 36. Very simple verse, but very powerful. It's kind of like the foundation of everything. If the Son sets you free, you are truly free. I don't know if you've ever been in a situation where you didn't feel free. Uh, and there's a lot of ways that we don't feel free. There's some practical things. I remember when I was in, in high school or just out of, yeah, just high school years and just out of high school. I loved to go backpack and I'd carry a big old heavy backpack and go up into the mountains and go for days and camp out and cook outside and loved it, fished and camped and all that. And later I, I, I kept doing those things, but I, I didn't do it with a backpack. I did it with a trailer. But uh, nonetheless, Love being outdoors, love doing all that kind of stuff. And I remember when I became a youth pastor, uh, there was this guy named Carl that went on a hike with us, and he was struggling with his backpack, and it was huge. And I, these guys had never been backpacking before. I showed them how to get a backpack. I showed them what to put in it, showed them what kind of food to put in it, showed them what kind of stove they needed. I showed them everything. And uh, it came time to go. Everybody had their packs loaded up. I said, you guys got everything on the list? They go, yeah, I got everything on the list. And we get on this hike, and we're hiking up there and man these guys are huffing and puffing and uh and they're they're whining because these packs are heavy and uh one of the guys uh kept just stopping taking his pack off and trying to adjust the straps and everything finally that guy strap broke and that heavy pack that was weighing him down just broke right off and fell onto the ground and so i i go to it i go i picked it up i go man this thing is really heavy no wonder the strap broke and so i open it up and i'm thinking i'll carry some of your stuff for you and you can just tie your strap off and it'll be okay and uh, so i start digging through it and i'm looking in there and i look at it and i go i start pulling this plastic bag and i pull out a 14 pound bag of baked potatoes you know i mean russet potatoes this guy had a full bag of potatoes. And I'm like, dude, why did you bring this bag of potatoes? Takes up your whole backpack. Weighs a ton. 
potatoes. I love potatoes. And I was like, dude, it doesn't matter how much you love them. You can't bring this many potatoes, maybe two potatoes, but that's it. So we take the, open up the potato bag and roll them down the, the hill, <coughs> threw away the uh, bag back in his backpack and tied his, back, uh, his strap up and he goes, oh, that feels so much better. And I go, yeah, you were carrying something you didn't need to carry. And that's the way life works sometimes. We're carrying stuff we don't need to carry. And Jesus comes and he comes to set us free. And we're celebrating. Today's the 4th of July, if you're watching this on, on the day that, that, that uh, we recorded it for. So it's the 4th, right? And you're supposed to be free. You're supposed to be celebrating freedom. But sometimes we're carrying stuff we don't need to carry. And Jesus comes. It's really interesting that he comes to set us free from things that we didn't need to carry in the first place. We weren't designed to carry it. And some, some of our backpacks that we're carrying around in our life, we're not designed to carry the heavy load that we're carrying. And so we, we need to make some adjustments. And this, this scripture is so simple. It just says, if the sun sets you free, you're free indeed. And some people say, well, what's the big deal about Jesus? Well, the big deal about Jesus is he helps you lighten that load that you carry in life. Some of us, we carry loads of, of all kinds of things. Uh, maybe it's guilt. You ever felt guilty about anything? The other day I was telling a story about uh, this party I had at my dad's cabin when I was in high school. And uh, I invited all my friends. And, there, and, and a big, it was just destructive. It, it was just horrible. But I felt so guilty for betraying my dad. And doing something I knew that would hurt him. And I carried that for a long time. And then when I met Jesus, it was interesting. I heard this story that I was forgiven, that Jesus forgave me of the things that I've done wrong, of the guilt that I carry. I don't have to carry around guilt and shame anymore. And it was like all of a sudden, boom, I was, I was able to be free from that. I was able to go to my dad and say, Dad, do you remember that time I did this and, and we had that party and blah, blah, blah. Go, oh, yeah, of course I do. And uh, I go, Dad, I'm sorry for that. He goes, I know you are. It's like, it was no big deal to him, but it was a big deal to me. I was carrying it for a long time. I want to show you some stuff that I think is going to help you be free from some of those heavy loads, that potato sack that you carry in your back, right? Because some of us are carrying some stuff, we're carrying some unforgiveness of ourselves. And the scripture tells us that the whole reason Jesus died was this, well, maybe not the whole reason, and I'll get to that in a minute. But one of the reasons he died for us is so that we could be forgiven of our sins and wipe the slate clean so that we'd be free to create with him a better world. And uh, it's a really interesting thing how sometimes we never really get free because we're constantly holding unforgiveness towards ourselves. And even though he died for us, and even though he says, hey, you're free, I've set you free. Go sin no more. We still carry that stuff, and we don't need to. For who the sun sets free is free indeed. Hey, it's 4th of July. We need to celebrate our freedom in our country, our freedom our families have, and all the things, right? But there's also this freedom that comes on the inside of us. This freedom to be free on the inside is really important because if you're, if you're free in your country, but you're not free in your soul, you're in bondage. You're in a bad spot. 
you're in a place where, man, that bondage could keep you from really, really enjoying the life that you could be having. You know, I started thinking about this. There's people that have fear. There's fears that have people that keep them from having that life. Jesus tells us in John chapter 10 and verse 10, he says, the thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy, but I have come that they may have life and life more abundantly. Thief is, a, is, is this uh, silent thief that comes up and catches you off guard, throws you completely off because you didn't see it coming. And that's what fear does. Fear grabs a hold of you and causes you to miss out on the abundant life that God has for you. He comes to give you life and life more abundantly, but then that fear comes in. Some of us are gripped with fear. Some of us are even afraid that God is angry with us. We're afraid that God is going to get us, you know. And we're afraid of other things, like maybe our spouse might leave us or our kids might get injured or some, we might get some kind of sickness or disease or some kind of thing, which all those things could be true, except for the one that God will come and get you. We know that God loves us and he cares for us. But fear will begin to shape how we view God. It'll shape how we view other people. And then we're not free. And, you know, with Jesus, the cool thing is, this is what I love about Jesus is that even if you're in a position where you're not free physically, maybe you're in prison or maybe you're in a bad relationship or maybe you're, you know, really restricted in the things that you do at work or whatever and you don't feel that freedom. Maybe you don't feel that freedom with your time. You don't freedom with your finances. Your, free, your finances have got you all bound up. But with God, you can be free even though you're not free. So if you're in a prison cell, you still can be free in your soul. But if you're free, if, if you're not free in your soul, it doesn't matter if you're free in your country or you're free with your life or free with your money. You're still bound. And so God wants us to be free. And he wants us to live free, uh, but not just to get freedom from something. He wants us to have freedom to become something or to accomplish something or to be there for somebody or to fulfill a purpose in life. And so there, it's more than just trying to get set free from something that's bad. We're trying to get to that place where that freedom from those, those dark things, like the sin in our lives, or the betrayal that we did, or the betrayal somebody did towards us, or the unforgiveness we have for somebody else, or the unforgiveness we have for ourselves. We want to get free from all that stuff, but not just so that we can be free from it, but so we can be free to do the things that we were created to do from the beginning of the foundations of the earth. We were designed to do good works, Ephesians says. You know, I love this, this passage here in uh, Philippians. And this is the Apostle Paul, and he talks about this practice that he has to be free. And he says this. He says, brothers and sisters, I have not achieved this, but I focus on this one thing. I forget the past, and I'm looking forward to what lies ahead. Do you see that? He says, I forget the past, and I look forward to what lies ahead. So there's a, there's, there's a past, our past, things that we've done, things that weren't so good, 
things that were actually quite stupid. I could give you a list of them, okay? And some of those things even actually hurt people, right? And really did some real damage. I'd look at some of the relationships I had and some of the things I did to people and some of the things I said to people that would really wound a, a person that I, to this day, I just regret ever saying those things or doing those things. But I also know that I'm free from it. Why? Because if I ever do see any of those people, I can look them right in the eye and say, hey, remember what happened back in those days? I am so sorry that I did that to you. I'm free to do that. And I feel good that if I ever did see him, I would say, in fact, I, a, a young lady in high school, that a horrible, horrible situation happened between me and her. And my wife and I were at a reunion 20 years later. And she walked up to both of us and sat down with us and sat down and said, Steve Murray, Tina Murray, I'm so glad to see you. And I'm like going, really? After what happened? And she's like, she's like all happy to see me. And I'm like, well, what's going on in your life? She goes, I became a Christian. Remember when you became a Christian and you told me, or you told me about Jesus and I told you to go put it somewhere? And I said, yeah, I do. And she goes, man, I hated your guts back then. I couldn't stand you. But man, then somebody told me about Jesus and I got my life right. And man, I'm so sorry for all those things that happened back in those days. Will you forgive me? I'm like, forgive you? I need to ask you for forgiveness. He goes, oh, it's all good. I'm a Christian now. I, I forgive you. I forgive everybody. It's all good. And we talked for about an hour. It was awesome. That's what happens when you're free. You're totally set free. That's so awesome. Somebody, the last person that I would want to see at a reunion was her. And when I saw her, I felt so awesome after how it turned out. But anyway, back to this. Paul is saying this. He says, I forget the past and I'm look forward to what lies ahead. In other words, the past, Paul was doing some really bad stuff. I mean, he was like persecuting Christians, taking them to jail, putting them in chains, consenting to the murder of Stephen, all kinds of stuff like that, right? And here he is saying, I forget the past. Well, that's a pretty dark past to forget, but he does. But he doesn't just forget the past. He doesn't just disconnect from the betrayal or the hurt or the abuse or the things that he was doing. But he was pressing on to what lies ahead. And this is what I really want to drive home right now. To be free isn't to just be away from all the dark stuff which you definitely want to get away from that. But once you've reconciled that and you're free and you know you're free, then what you want to do is you want to realize that this freedom wasn't designed just so that you get rid of the dark stuff. The freedom was so you could do stuff, so you could be stuff, so that you could go on and be what you were intended to be all along. So, Back to when I was saying that Jesus died for your sins, the whole reason he died was to die for your sins. More and more as I look at it, the more and more I start to see, it's like, wait a minute. He had to deal with the sin issue because we were not fulfilling the purposes of God on the earth because we had the sin that separated us from God. 
And so we couldn't co-create with him. And so the whole idea of being a Christian is to learn how to co-create with God to make the world an amazing place for everybody. And so if we're becoming Christians just so that we can quit being bad people or having bad behavior or doing things that are hurting other people, then I think we miss the whole point. We, we become a Christian so that we can co-create with God the most beautiful, abundant life possible. And so really, freedom is all about being free from sin, free from guilt, free from shame, holding the past against yourself or holding the past against somebody else, right? Some of you, you just feel like you, you, you owe it to this person to hold them accountable for their bad behavior because they hurt you so much. And so you refuse to forgive them. You, forget, you, you, forget, you, you just refuse to give them any kind of grace or mercy. And all that's doing is weighing you down, man. It's messing you up. And, uh, you know, the truth is our lives are like this glass, these, these broken pieces of glass. At one time, there was like four pieces of glass, some green glass, some brown glass here, and some white, a couple other colors in here. And then the glass, the sheets of glass got shattered. And when they're put all together, they kind of actually look kind of cool. And you could actually use them for something kind of cool. But the truth is, people focus in on the fact that they're broken. And they look at their brokenness and they don't see any use for this broken shard of glass. And some of you are in a situation where you, re you realize that you're broken. Fear has crippled you. Betrayal that you endured has crippled you. And so you just look at it and all this reminds you of is the brokenness. So you have sharp edges, kind of pointy. Somebody brings something up and boom, you react. And you get angry. You point the finger. You got to post about it and rant about them. Right? Because you feel broken. But the truth of the matter is, God wants you to forget the past but press on to the future. So we got to deal with this past. And so sometimes to deal with the past, we have to repent so we can be free. Repent means to rethink everything. To move past the current mind that you have. That's what the word repent means. Move past the mind. Maybe go the different direction. And this is what Jesus teaches us to do. Is to go a different direction. Instead of getting angry, we're going to apply some mercy or some forgiveness or some self-control. Right? Okay. Some kindness, possibly. First Peter chapter 2 and verse 16. We hear this, these words and they're so powerful. Live as free people. Live as free people. But do not use your freedom as an excuse to do evil. 
Live as servants of God. And then in Galatians chapter 5, you've been called to live in my freedom, my brothers and sisters. But don't use your freedom to satisfy your sinful nature. Instead, use your freedom to serve one another in love. Interesting. So we're called to be free people in 1 Peter. But we don't want to use that freedom to do evil. And we also don't want to just not use that freedom that we have. According to Galatians, it says take that freedom, not to satisfy your flesh, but to serve people. And so on this 4th of July, I think we need to use our freedom to serve one another in love. And then when you do that, it's kind of like this. So I have this. Some of you know that I love to collect kaleidoscopes. And this is one of the ones I have. And notice that this kaleidoscope has all of these broken pieces of glass, some mirror, and some chipped glass, and different colors. And when you hold it, up and you look through it, you can see these patterns. But what's really powerful is when you hold it up to a light and you, you shine the light through it. Oh my gosh, I wish I could stick the camera in here. Excuse me, I'm going to have a little moment right now because me and my kaleidoscopes, we like to look at each other. So here we go. All right, so look at that. Oh my gosh, I wish you could see it. Oh. Cameraman, I'm so sorry. I wish I could have you up here. Try to see that. Anyway, can you guys see in there? You can't see in there? All right. You guys? No? Okay. But I can. And all this is is the same thing as it's right, right here. Broken glass. Sharp points. All kinds of stuff. But when you hold it up to the light, it looks really beautiful. So let me just say this to you. Those of you that are watching right now, if you haven't been freed from, I encourage you, on your screen, you're going to see an opportunity to pray, to take a next step. And as you take the next step, I'm telling you, and you pray with somebody, you just let them know, hey, I need to be free from this. I've got this unforgiveness. I've got this fear. I've got this betrayal. I've got this hurt. I've got this wound. I can't forgive myself. I did something that really haunts me. So I hurt my kids. I hurt my wife. I hurt my husband. Uh, I betrayed my close friend. I did, you know, whatever the case may be. Get free from that stuff, okay? Somebody will pray with you, and you can be freed. And you can make things right if, if you're able to reach that person and see that person. Or maybe you write a letter to, uh, to them if they've passed and just in your mind ask them to forgive you. But get set free and let Jesus do that. And no, listen, you don't have to do it on your own strength. God will give you the strength to do it. It's not easy, but he'll give you the strength to do it. So then we go from freedom from we go freedom to. I'm going to have the band come up at this time, and I want you to think about this. I want you to think about there's a difference between running from darkness, 
Some people spend their whole Christian life running away from sin, running away from shame and betrayal and fear and all the stuff, but they never run towards the light. They don't hold their brokenness up to the light. They just keep staring at their brokenness. And guys, it's much more advantageous and much more freeing to run towards the light as opposed to running away from the darkness. You know, if you're running all, you're always running away from the devil, trying to escape the devil's snare. You're not running towards anything. Did you hear me? You're not moving towards the light if you're just getting rid of darkness. Well, you got to get rid of the darkness. You got to you repent of it. You got to ask God to forgive you. All that stuff is important, right? But that doesn't mean you're moving forward yet. You move forward when you start listening to that still small voice that says, you know what? You got to start using your creativity to start helping people. You got to start hooking up with the body of Christ and start making some friends, some, some Christian friends and building a great life and encouraging one another and, and maybe working on a project together to make a difference. I've got a group of people that are working on a project in Haiti right now, and they're so excited to get this thing off the ground. I got some people that are working with a project in, in Ghana, and they're seeing the fulfillment of their dreams come to, to pass. We got people working in our local community on things and with Vi Maple Place and all kinds of stuff. Why? Because they've dealt with that past. They have the broken shards, but they're holding it up to the light and they can see this unending amount of opportunity and patterns that are available to them because they're using their brokenness now not to kick themselves, but now to empathize with others that have the same issues that they had right? You get it? I was talking to somebody the other day, and I'll close up with this. I was talking to somebody the other day, and they were saying how, you know, they were really going through a tough time with their son, and, and how, uh, you know, people would come to them and talk to them and give them advice. And the only people that they would want to listen to were the ones that had been through something similar or harder, Right? But the person that had never been through it, that just was quoting scripture at them, they, they didn't have no time for them. Why? Because it didn't feel genuine. It didn't feel like there was any depth to it, right? But man, when you take your brokenness, you take the stuff that's held you in bondage for a long time, and you get free from it, you don't forget it. You remember it. You need to remember it. Why? Because it's part of your story. And you use your story to heal other people. Don't try to forget the past in the sense of no memory. You forget it by leaving it behind, but you remember it in your mind because it's part of your story that you can use it. If I could get set free from this, you can get set free from it as well. Jesus will set you free. And man, that's something to light a firework about, right? I mean, if you're going to celebrate at... at at the, on the 4th of July. Celebrate your freedom. Don't, don't just celebrate the fact that you were free from sin, but celebrate the fact that you're free to create with God something amazing, something beautiful, something really cool. In fact, here's the thing. Let me pray for you right now. 
And I'm going to set you free if you haven't been set free. I'm going to set you free with this prayer, okay? If you'll really believe it, if you'll focus on it, you'll be free. And then I'm going to set you free to go out and be and do. And then what I want you to do is sing this song with us. And we are going to close this day with a spirit of freedom. Amen? Amen. Father, I thank you for the spirit of God that is working and living right now in this living room, in that car, in this place of business, in that rehab, right where this broadcast is reaching in and touching souls right now. Father, whoever's watching, I pray that you would set them free from the past. I pray that you forgive them of sin. I pray that you forgive them of of all the things that they've done that have hurt others or hurt themselves or hurt their world. And Father, I pray that you would release them now to go out and be and to, to be free from so that they can be free to make a better world. In Jesus' name, amen.